Today's word of the day is... Phatic. Definition, denoting or relating to language used for general purposes of social interaction rather than to convey information or ask questions. Hey, Ralph, you want to hear a joke? Sure do. Well, little Johnny was in class, and the teacher says, Hey, kids, I want you to use the word dough in a sentence. Well, Susie raises her hand. She says, Well, my daddy works at a pizza place, and he works with pizza dough all day long. She says, That's great, little Susie. Well, little Billy raises his hand. He says, well, my daddy, he's a banker, and, and he counts dough all day long. She says, yeah, that's that's good. Good job. Teacher gets all the way through the class, and she gets to little Johnny. She says, Johnny, can you can you use the word dough in a sentence? He says, I sure can. He says, well, my mommy says that my daddy can't please her anymore, so she has to use a dildo. <laughs> is it's not the stab in the back that kills you come back i still need you it's when you turn around and see who's holding that knife you can experience enough pain in life you can experience enough disappointment in life that he can clobber you to the ground and kick dirt in your face and you believe you can't do it. You believe that this is it for you. No, it's not. So many people out there fail, not because they don't have the ability. It's because they don't have the heart to go through adversity. The question is, can you manage your conflict and still seize your destiny? Because if you're waiting for it to end, you will never get anywhere. But most people spend their life not wanting to deal with the pain of rejection, the pain of defeat, the pain of being disappointed, the pain of losing, the pain of failure, the pain of being criticized, the pain of not being liked, the pain, the pain, the pain. That's called life. Life is full of pain. There's no gain without pain. Now, if you're going to hurt anyhow, Get some yardage out of it. Get something from it. You already in pain. Use it. Do something with it. Allow it to take you to the next level. Allow your pain to push you to greatness. You're going to have people to do things to you. Things are going to happen to you. And you've got to clear your mind of all the unnecessary luggage and baggage that's weighing us down. And let it go. Your life depends on it. Your future depends on it. Your destiny depends on it. Your miracle depends on it. Everything depends on your ability to let it go. If you hold on to stuff, you choke. If you release stuff, you can keep breathing. Life is going to hand you something every day. Take in what you can get out of it. Let go of what you can't get out of it. But don't let anybody hurt you so bad that you shall. Life will rip your blood. Life is going to bully you. Stop whining. Stop crying. Nobody cares. Be demanding. Let it hit you. But don't let it punk you. This is not an opposition. I don't care if you've been beaten to the floor, if your legs are too tired to lift that weight. Break through that barrier and create new ones for you and for others to show off. Get back up and live life. Whoever stays down is a loser and winners who fail and get up. Fail and get up. You always get up. That is a winner.
It's a guy that's willing to get knocked down, finally tells him to stand back up, stand back up. The perseverance to see it through, the never say die attitude. But if I don't win, I showed up, I gave my valid effort. And tomorrow I'll do the same thing. And I'll continue to throw against the wall. Every time I get knocked down, I will get back up and I will succeed. I will not surrender. To take your breath away are the ones that count. You need the downs to make the ups. You need the ups to create the downs. You need to feel the opposites to truly understand the full reality of the life you are living. You can dream of these things, but understand you can also achieve them. You got to make it happen, or it's not gonna happen. You got to get up off your hind parts and bust a move, or nothing is gonna happen in your life. From ABC News. I'm Dave Packer. 315,000 jobs created last month. That from the Labor Department this morning. It's a number that's down from July, which, as ABC's Alexis Christophers tells us, is good news for those hoping the Fed backs off on aggressive interest rate hikes. This report actually raising questions, how aggressive will the Fed get later this month? Some are saying now maybe they don't need to raise rates by three quarters of a percentage point, which would be the third straight meeting that they did that for. So we'll have to see how aggressive they get following a what I'm calling a Goldilocks report like today. A federal judge in Florida set to rule any time on former President Trump's request for an outside review of materials seized from his home last month. During the nearly two-hour hearing, Judge Aileen Cannon appeared open to appointing a special master and said she would decide in due course. At one point, she asked federal prosecutors, what's the harm? She also questioned attorneys for former President Trump what the special master is supposed to do, since prosecutors have already started working with the documents as they decide whether to charge anyone with a crime. Trump's attorneys sought to downplay the gravity of the case, comparing Trump's possession of classified materials to having an overdue library book. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. President Biden Thursday night calling out former President Trump by name and his allies. The MAGA Republicans believe that for them to succeed, everyone else has to fail. They believe America, not like I believe about America. I believe America is big enough for all of us to succeed. Ahead of the speech, Kevin McCarthy, the Republican leader in the House, saying President Biden has chosen to divide, demean, and disparage his fellow Americans. NASA getting ready for a return to space tomorrow. The Artemis One rocket on the launch pad. NASA's Jeremy Parsons. We've got a really busy afternoon moving everything into final launch configurations. The spacecraft will launch unmanned and travel into lunar orbit. If all goes well, astronauts could ride it to the moon in 2024. You're listening to ABC News. Israel appears to be intensifying its offensive against Iranian weapons in Syria. Israeli strikes increasing this summer, largely due to Iran's apparent race to advance its nuclear program. This is talks continue to renegotiate the international nuclear deal. Syria's foreign ministry warning Israel it's, quote, playing with fire and risking a wider regional conflict. That after alleged Israeli missile strikes hit two Syrian airports Wednesday night. Satellite pictures showing the strikes tore a hole in the runway of Aleppo's international airport. Hangars at Damascus International Airport also hit. Israel is not claiming the attacks, but they do fall squarely into Jerusalem's stated aim of stopping stopping Iranian weapon transfers to Hezbollah. In this case, stopping suspected Iranian cargo flights from landing. Jordana Miller, ABC News, Jerusalem. Tennis fans may have seen sisters Serena and Venus Williams play together in a pro tournament for the last time. 
It happened Thursday night at the U.S. Open. After about a two-hour match in Arthur Ashe Stadium, the Williams sisters fell in straight sets against a team from the Czech Republic. This was Venus's last match of the U.S. Open after her first round singles lost Tuesday. But Serena continues her farewell tour today with the match against Australia's Ala Tomjanovic. ABC's Andrea Fujihi. This is ABC News. The following program is an anchor production, now available on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And with that being said, the Ace Valone Show starts right now. Right into this world, all alone, you gotta take your soul, you're on your own, the crazy Hello, gentlemen. Happy Friday, and welcome to the Ace of Alone show. I'm still the aforementioned Ace of Alone, and today I'm honored to uh, bring on to the podcast a coworker and a good friend of mine. Um, and well, that's pretty much it. Sammy Murray. Sammy, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. That's good. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, it's, I'm happy to have you. So the first question I wanted to ask you right off the bat is so. We've talked off camera and obviously at work about it, but what, I'm trying to wrap my head around it, what exactly is a furry? Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, in my perspective as how I see what, I see myself as a cheetah. Mm -hmm. um, and it's because I identify with a lot of characteristics. Mm -hmm. And we good? Yep, we're good. Cool. Uh, I it's identifying with a lot of characteristics. A lot of furries have different animals for each feeling that they have. So it's like, oh, I'm okay. feeling like a cat today. Hee <laughs> hee. So, <sighs> so and that's all good. Everybody has their own way of yeah, of uh, identifying and. It, but see, like, it's fun too because you get to build so much character behind it. My my character has a really big backstory that I probably could write a book about. Oh, a short story at least. Yeah, and uh, and it's all in my head, you know, and it all integrated, you know, with with uh, certain role-playing with friends that I did, which had to do with uh, a lot of fighting and sword play. And, and, and it was... <laughs> this is just role-playing talk. But, okay. but I got to role-play with my character and yeah. cultivate a story behind him over the years. And uh, Aside from that, a furry is somebody that... Uh, identifies as a character or a person or animal okay. um i don't know uh, i've been trying to i knew you were gonna ask about that so i 
Should have prepped more about it. You're good. No, I just it, it was it was just a quick like because I don't I just pretty much go off cuff. I don't really when I have a guest. I mean, I haven't had that many, but when I do, I don't research. I just yeah. wing it. And so I just that's yeah, I didn't do first, any research. That's the back up anything I have. To yeah, say. no, you're good. That, that's the I fuck it neither. So uh, that's the first question I wanted to ask, just to get that out of the way. And, well, so there's multiple types of furries. So like, um, what are you? I'm a Therian. What does that mean? Well, I believe that I come from the spirit of that animal. Okay. So, I have a lot of fun backstory about it, you know, for roleplay stories. Mm. But, truthfully, I identify as this animal because I have shared spirit. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes perfect sense. That's And then, so, then there's... <clears throat> there's wares, mm-hmm. like a werewolf. Uh, my alpha, I talked about, he's a werewolf, and that's why I call him alpha, because he's, well... So what is, so... He's my mentor. Okay. So alpha is just another phrase for mentor. It, yeah, in our furry world. Okay. Because he's a furry too. Okay. So, uh, and he's the one who helped me introduce me into the... Local people, even though I don't deal with much of the local people anymore because yeah. of opinions and yeah, you're not really a people person, which is fine. Like you know, teach <laughs> you'd be own, surprised but... what I can do in a crowd. Uh, <laughs> side note: When my husband and I were homeless, I did all the politics and everything. So I went around and said, "Hey, how's it going? Hey, do you guys do? Yeah, I got a cigarette for you, man. Hey, I'll even give you a joint. Or I always had weed, and I always, always, always had food and water. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, I would have a box on my bike trailer full of food and water because there's a lot of people on the streets that don't know or don't like to." go in crowded places for food. Yeah. Such as a place called uh, Blessings Under the Bridge, where they welcome a huge amount of the homeless and uh, anybody that shows up, they'll feed them and give them food. But some people can't go around it for social anxieties. Mm -hmm. So I always made sure I had food for my friends that couldn't go around there. Yeah. And uh, very nice of you. I, I I love to feed people. Why do you think I like to give out hot and juicy food at work? Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I know. And, and that chili your husband, you guys, or oh, your yeah, husband yeah, made. Yeah, oh my god, I, that was fucking delicious. It was yeah. Your husband's a pretty good cook. Well, he should be. He's a fucking chef, he retired was. chef. Yeah, he was. He was. Um, go on about his food. But yeah, that's like the. Whew. The chili, that chili was fucking delicious. I'll tell you what makes half of all his food great lately is because we've been getting most of it at the produce market up there on Greens, mm-hmm. on Olympic, mm-hmm. on Market. That that place <clears throat> got some good food. Anyway, good. We digress. We digress. Um, all right. So that so the furry thing was the, like the first major question I wanted to get out of the way. So, um. 
how was your childhood growing up? Like, was it tumultuous or like, was, no, it was yeah, good time, terrible? Uh, oh. My mom had uh, an abusive boyfriend that uh, was getting high on meth, getting my little sis, my older sister, high on meth. We were just little at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, raping her and beating the shit out of me. But, you know, nobody has a great childhood. Uh, but irregardless of the drama I had short, in my early years with my mom's choices of men, mm-hmm. um, I always had my grandfather and my uncle and my mom, and they've always shown love and compassion. I don't know anything other than that because I was grandpa's favorite. <laughs> and I was at his house two times a week since I can remember about like 11. Mm-hmm. Mowing his lawn, taking care of the weeds, getting this done, getting that done. Always helping out around the house. And then when I got earlier, later of age, like 16... Uh, I got put in concrete and started doing concrete and uh, around 14 I met a man Mm. and he was much older but I love him and I still talk to him to this day it's been 23 years we went we've been we were together for seven years so I was in construction in the straight guy world and going home to a man mm-hmm. and I was so I was in the closet obviously mm-hmm. and I even had guy friends over and never they, I had my own bedroom so things just never really uh, it didn't look like uh, we we just like it didn't look like two gay guys living. Right? Yeah. Okay. Especially with the age difference. Yeah. Um but we uh we've only been in one fight and that was be- that's because uh Trump. Ha. <laughs> uh, uh, I would go into I I would go into that but this podcast is not really political. <laughs> I have but, no political views, uh, but he does, uh, and we didn't agree on it, and we didn't talk for like ten days. Oh, and uh, and then we just we repatched, as in just we don't talk politics. Yeah, well, actually, so, I take that back. There was an episode last season where I did of Joe Biden, but other than that, I don't really talk politics. But um, so when you so you said that you were in the closet when you were about that time when you were doing construction. So when you yep. came out, was it like? Were you ready, or were you, like, still nervous and, like, okay, maybe this isn't the right time, or, like, uh, how'd that come about? I didn't come out until I was, like, in my late 20s, but I think I was, like, 27 or something. Um, but Mom always knew. She said, she's like, <laughs> she, she didn't, she hated. Mother's no best. She hated Chris. <laughs> Uh, that's the only name we'll give him. Yeah. And uh, she hated Chris for a while. Uh, until I explained to her, I was like, well, Mom, in school, I was getting off out of school and then going to this 
schoolmate's house and he was raping me and abusing me and not doing good and then I met yeah. Chris and he gave me somewhere else to go outside of that and saved me and that person ended up becoming my bully yeah. because he didn't have control over me anymore mm-hmm. and uh and once, and once you get into those relationships it's fucking it's hard to break like it's hard to break that cycle like, I, like so, a lot of like a lot of I know a few of my female friends they've been in a couple of situations like that and I've like what are you like I've been like what are you doing yeah leave like get the fuck out of there like this ain't good you're like showing up with black eyes and bruises and she's like well I love him and I'm like okay but that okay but that may be true but look at what he's doing to you but I mean but you can help them as long as you can but if they don't see the problem then it's like okay I've done all I can do now it's up to them if they don't want to leave then that's up to them yeah I mean, and it sucks. Like, sometimes they don't want to leave. And it's like... So, I mean, I was... I don't know how to help you no more. I I got pulled out of it. And Chris never did anything that I wasn't expecting or ready for. Like, I was already sexually active since Mm -hmm. I was, like, eight. So, I met him when I was 14. Mm -hmm. He was 26 or 27. Um... He, he just gave me this good place. He, he, he got me stoned for my first time, so he made me a <laughs> pothead. That's the worst thing he did. <clears throat> well, I wouldn't <laughs> say it's the worst. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it not. is pretty bad because, I mean, it limits me. I, I'm so experienced in so many things, but I can't excel oh, because, because of, I yeah. smoke so much weed and. But today, I had my last beer. Nice. I'm done drinking. I titrated off of it. And, nice. Um, I only had to have one, and that was it. It was done. I'm done with nice. alcohol. Alcohol is out of my life today Alrighty. on September 2nd. Nice. All right. Proud of you. Um, I mean, it's, it's a start. Yeah, there you go. Robert's quitting too. He still has to drink another six pack because he drinks so <laughs> much. No, no, no. You gotta understand. <clears throat> he drinks so much that if he were to just stop, it could kill him. Oh shit, that's not good. So he literally has to go one beer less every day until he's out of like. So tomorrow, like. Today Not he got four beers. Today he's got four beers, uh-huh. and then he's gonna buy one more six pack, and then he's got three beers the next day, oh, tomorrow, and then two beers, and then one beer, and then he'll be quit. You got you can't just go cold turkey. Yeah, some uh, people. I, I mean, you can, but like that, I no, <laughs> like no, you can't. That uh, what he's going through, no. Amber's father died from that, and that's why I'm so aware of it. So, anyway, not her story, anyway. So, um, Chris gave me a good place to go to that started off a pretty good relationship with my mom. She finally got rid of the boyfriend that was a piece of shit. Good. Um, 
I ran off to New Hampshire for a long time, but that is a terrible story we didn't want to talk about. Okay. Uh, I came home in 2017. I turned 30, so it was 2015 I came home. Um, I was there for like four years, and I hated it. So, uh, um, I came home, mm-hmm. that's when I started going by the name Sammy, mm-hmm. and, uh, furry life started, and I asked where I met, I met my alpha really soon after I came home. So, like, you got plunged into, like, the furry scene, like, Yeah, I jumped right in, head, got, yeah, like, I, I, I knew, I meditated on, like, I spent some time at, a, like, a Buddhist Sangha over there, too, and I learned Buddhism and stuff. Oh, damn, so, that's cool. Uh, yeah. No? No. Oh. Um, but I'm, I learned to, uh, meditate. And that's when I learned that I'm a cheetah because I remembered this moment. Um, this is full round back to furry stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remembered when I was a kid and I was racing everybody. <laughs> and I said, don't feel bad, I'm a cheetah. Right? And I remember like, oh my God, I have to be a cheetah. That's all based on my story about that. And that's why I think I'm... I'm a Therian because even when I was a kid, I felt this, I was this cheetah. Mm-hmm. And I remember it being this strong feeling like, my sister likes wolves and she was into this. So when she's like, what do I be? I'm like a wolf. She's like, awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, everybody in my life is a wolf. Seems like I made a lot of wolves. Yeah, that's good though. Um, so... <clears throat> Um, um, okay, so you, so before we were off camera, or, well, off, <laughs> off camera, off, off microphone, mic. so you said that there's a couple subjects you don't want to talk about, which is totally fine, we don't got to, um, but then you said everything else is open, um, so how, like, so what... So when you were in New Hampshire, you said that was the worst four years of your life. Was that the time you started using, or was it before? I didn't use until uh, uh, 2018. Oh. Uh, So you got home. So, well, Robert and I didn't meet until uh, we were in 2017. Mm -hmm. And... uh, we got off the streets like in December 6th mm-hmm. of 2017 mm-hmm. in a crack house. And uh, it was just so bad. And he jumped to booze and drugs really fast because we had separate rooms. Mm-hmm. And uh, he. And I got in a really big fight, and I physically hurt him. I body checked him into a wall. I'll be honest. Shit. Uh, but <clears throat> he, for 
no good reason because he said something about my mom and I was just insulted. And oh, yeah. um Yeah, we me. got in a too. huge fight. That that broke us up. And uh he put a restraining order on me and I was like, Oh my god. I just lost my husband. Like I knew he was my husband from mm. the first day we mated. I was just it's just I I couldn't believe what I did and and I own up to it. That's why I'll talk about it because yeah. it's I I I know what I did and it was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um it was terrible, but I got into such a depression mm-hmm. that I went to my neighbor and said, you "Got any dope?" And uh I'm not I wasn't it wasn't my first time ever doing it. It would be like my fifth session of my life Mm -hmm. doing it Mm -hmm. because I did it once or twice when I was younger and then uh, once with a boyfriend after I came home and then once while I was homeless on the streets which that one I realized why it's so dangerous for me because it uh, it made me so mellow and calm and doing dope yeah oh. uh because i'm adhd mm-hmm. i'm a hyper person and i have a lot of energy me too and <laughs> growing up that was misplaced into rage and bipolar moments and uh, lots of anger spurts. Mm. When I got high, I went, oh. <laughs> I'm not angry. Right? I'm not mad. Right? I can think. I can have a full thought and not feel like I have to punch that dude in the face. But, and then, so I went to Robert, and I'm like, over the counter, or, if I talk to my doctor, they can give me meds that'll help me feel this way? Mm-hmm. He says, yeah. And I'm like, okay. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll give psych meds a shot. And mm-hmm. I went to Frontier Behavior Health. Mm-hmm. And I said, sign me up. <laughs> I talked to doctors after doctors. And then they're like, here, try this. And, uh, it's a Cyprexa. And... Well, it doesn't give me the same effects as meth, but hey, I am not angry. I don't feel this. It does give me the calm. I take it every night, so it knocks me out, and I wake up, and I'm like, ah. Refreshed, right? There you go. It's great. And I could sleep for like 13 hours if I'm not careful. (laughs) That's me. I've I've slept for uh, 17 once. (laughs) Straight through. Um... But, um, okay, so I got deep into the dope Mm -hmm. after Robert and I got in that fight. And, uh, so we lived in, on the same floor as this apartment building. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's shared bathrooms because it used to be an old hotel room, old hotel. Yeah. And, uh, we... And one shared kitchen for one floor of, like, 14 apartments. And 
Robert couldn't, my room was right next to the kitchen. So if I walk out of my room, I'm seeing him. Mm-hmm. And he had that restraining order on me of 20 feet. <laughs> what? 20 feet? Oh. <laughs> because of All close right. quarters of the living, the, the judge wouldn't, feet. judge is like, if I give him more, he can't even live where he's living at. And Robert's like, well, that's the point. <laughs> well, that's the <laughs> yeah. So Robert, uh, Robert ended up going to uh, Frontier Behavioral Health, and he was one of the last peoples to get a house voucher. Uh-huh. And so he has um, discounted rent. Oh, and where he's at, mm-hmm. and he got this place over here on Hoffman. Mm-hmm. While I stayed in... Did you know there's cockroaches in Spokane? Yep. I knew that. Ah, it's terrible. They're never little, fucking, little I've, things. I've never seen them, but yeah. yes, I know that. Well, they would wake up, make me up crawling across my face on that in that house. Plus all Ugh. the bed bugs that... Do not go no. to New Washington on Ugh. Washington Street, 2nd in Spokane. God, that makes me That place gut. is nasty. Ugh. Gives me the fucking. I sued the guy. I had a. Yeah. I I was allowed to. Uh, I wasn't allowed to talk about it for the first year, but it's been a couple of years now. I actually sued the guy that rented to me, because um, he tried to kick my friend out that was a residence with me, mm-hmm. and they tried to uh, kick him out, as in just seventy six him. Mm-hmm. And he went to court, and he's like, they can't do this, and we both got $1,200, and and, uh, and an extra $1,000 split between us for a uh, silence fee, so we got $2,700. Between the two of you? Yeah, or no, yeah, $1,700 between the yeah. two of us. Damn. <laughs> wow. Yeah, fuck that guy in his dirty ass place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking nasty. Uh, so, when you said you got deep into it, like, how deep would you say? Okay, I only snorted. I never did injections, or oh. uh, I, I did. I didn't even eat it. I do enough up the nose. It's fine. I, I, yeah. I uh, oh, see, I don't, I don't do drugs. I've never done. I didn't even know you could fucking eat it. I just, yeah, like no, I didn't know. Sister. I didn't know. Like I just. Like, all I heard growing up and shit was you injected it, either See, with, the, with the a needle part. or you snorted. I sure like hope my sister never... never hears about this because she's into it, too. And uh, she's been into it much longer than I have, so she has much more... Uh, she's a functioning addict. Well, I don't know if your sister listening to the podcast or not, but... No, she probably doesn't. Okay, so she won't hear this. Uh, but, um... She's like, oh, yeah, I eat it in the morning before I go to work. It's like, what? She says, yeah, it just, I don't know. I couldn't go to work on this stuff because I, it no. makes me so, like, <laughs> And you'd get fired on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because I've told everybody enough of how I act on it. Yeah. But I, I mean, if it makes you mellow, like, that's a, I've never heard that. I've heard, like, it just 
Yeah, Robert goes manic. Yeah, I think is what you're looking for. The word is yes. manic. Yes, yeah. going. Yeah I've, yeah, I've heard it. Yeah, it makes you go. Yeah, like that's crazy. Robert, my husband. Yeah, okay. he goes nuts, and he goes into this writing phase that he thinks he's writing this awesome book, and then he, <clears throat> and then he goes back and rereads it, and it's just garbage, garbage, <laughs> garbage, garbage. Like <laughs> when he's highly drunk now, he's he, he's just. Full of unfinished thoughts. You know, like, gosh, you know, just fuck. <laughs> he, he can't function. He can't, <laughs> he can't start it. He can't end a sentence. <laughs> you know, <No>. fuck. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, not awesome, but it's like, it's funny, but it's not like, oh, it's just, funny. you know, fuck. <laughs> That's not even a sentence. Like, you know, fuck. <laughs> um. Luckily, he's, oh. he he quit drinking with me, and uh, I don't have to deal with that anymore. Good, that's good. You guys are like. We'll good. see how that goes when uh, a family member calls him, or 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 even better yet, a holiday. Holidays fuck him up. Because mm. he uses alcohol to uh, numb his anxieties. Mm. I use alcohol to get drunk. That's all I do that for. Huh. Anyway. Uh, um, um, I digress a lot. You do what? I digress a lot. You do. But it's okay. Uh, Filler. <laughs> uh, so we talked about childhood, talked about your drug drugs. Um, how was like, uh, how was like school? Like elementary, high school, oh, middle? Oh, gone. Well... In middle school, um, I won't name the school because mm. I haven't sued them yet. I don't think I can sue them. Okay. But, well, so I started smoking weed in grade school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in, like, middle school, which is still grade school. What, like, fifth or sixth or something. I started smoking weed, and uh, I got drug tested at school. And I failed it. it. I failed it. And so the school took it among themselves to solitate me from the rest of the people. So they expelled you? No. Are they? Oh. They locked me in a room. All day. They just brought homework to me and food to me. When the bell rung at the end of the day, they came in and unlocked the door, and I went home. And I'd start over the next day. That's fucked up. It's terrible. Yeah, that's, wow. Hmm. I'm not even lying. I can't I even like, write so that. It was just, like, that's, it was fucking horrible. So, like, wow. So you were fucking insulted. So how, how long did that go? Uh, eight months. Whatever a year of school is. And then they, they pawned... Holy fuck, so you were only... (laughs) So you did that for fucking the like... My mom never knew. A whole, almost a whole full school year. I thought my mom knew, huh? You did almost, you did that for a full school year because, almost a full school year because a full school year is nine months. Yeah. Holy shit. That's fucked up. Wow. So you were only in, so you were like only around kids for a month and then you popped for weed and then you were like... Fucking put in a room for Jesus. Like I said, the worst thing Chris did is got me stoned. 
That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of ruined you on that one. Um, uh, <clears throat> um, okay, so you went through all that. Yeah, and so then... Um, How was high school? Then uh, I was in the grade before high school, whatever. What's that eighth one? Eighth? They put me off at this project school. Uh, it's a bunch of delinquents, and it's just supposed to be structured into uh, helping struggling kids like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, they were. I did great. I excelled. Good. I understood what I was doing, and I started doing good. They're like, okay, so now we're gonna boot you off back to the regular high school. And I went, because I didn't have the same structure that I was being helped so well at the, at project, it is the name of the school, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, I tried to go back for high school. They had a high school unit there at project two and they wouldn't let me in. I'm like, if you don't let me in, I'm dropping out. And they're yeah. like, okay. Like, okay. So as soon as I turned 18, I dropped out of high school with no help from the counselor because he's the one who says, you should just drop out and go to work. So I had no help dude from... Was fucking no help. <laughs> I had he's, no help He was from, telling you I had to drop no out. help from like, any school fuck? source. Uh, the school system of America failed me. Um... So then I got out of school and uh, I went to work uh, at in construction mm-hmm. and concrete to be specific. Mm-hmm. Um, but that wasn't my first job. My first job was at Zips in Coeur d'Alene, down downtown Sherman. All right, how did that go? Did you uh, like it? I was working counter and I was only fourteen. I lied about my age. Um, because, you know, it was back in, what, 2000? Yeah, 2000. <laughs> 1999-2000-ish. Mm. I was, uh... Damn. I was fucking three, four. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Paying rent, giving my mom my paychecks, because I didn't know what else to do with them. Mm. Um... Did you, so when you gave your mom the money, did you see any of it, or did she keep it all? I don't know. I don't remember. Okay. Um, how is your relationship with your mom now? Wonderful. Wonderful? I have a wonderful mom, and a good sister. Good. Yeah, got off the phone with her, wait, what is it? That was Tuesday night? Yeah. Nice. Because I had the day off. Um. We keep in touch. Mom and I have a really awesome relationship. We play a lot of billards together. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight balls, specifically. Oh, nice. Uh, and then, uh, if we're not playing that, we're playing cribbage. Mm-hmm. We're very competitive. <laughs> that's but That's cool, though. That's cool that you guys got a good relationship now. Yeah. Uh, always have. It just got cultivated better over the years. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, be it, like I said about the dope, I don't like to, I wasn't, I was open about it because yeah. I, I don't know what the word is I'm trying to come up with. I still haven't figured it out. Okay. Um. <clears throat> take your time. I just, I'm always, I've always been open about talking about it, especially when I was on it and stuff. And my sister, it's your story. Go ahead and write it however you see fit <laughs> or tell it. Yeah. I'm glad I'm off three years. Did we say that? Three we did years? not. No, that's cool. Three years on the fifth. Nice. That's awesome. That's coming up. That's yeah. On Monday. No. Yeah. Monday. And yeah. then I got the job at Zips just shortly after that, uh, next month on the fifth. Um, wow. I quit and then I was like, fuck, I need to get a job. And then so I got a job and I've been there ever since. Yeah. That's how you met me? Yeah. Thanks to Amber, you and everybody there. I have such a great support system that it makes it easy to quit stuff. Oh, yeah. We're like a little family. <laughs> yeah. I said to Maddie last night, be kind to yourself. And, and then I walk downstairs, and then I get a text from a member. Are you okay? They're all worried that she like I just caught her off guard or something. Saying, "Be kind to yourself." I don't Are know. you okay? Yeah, I was just saying, be kind to others. Like what? No, I'm no, okay. I was telling her to be kind to herself. Why? What was she doing? What is she? Just nothing. Is I was she, just oh. saying it. I was just saying, be kind to yourself. I know. She kind of like gives herself a hard time. I'm like Maddie. <laughs> Chill out. You're fine. It wasn't even that. She wasn't even doing it. It was just so random. That's the name of my book I'm writing. There you go. Be kind to yourself and wear your seatbelt. There you go. Buddhism. Is that the whole title? Be kind to yourself and wear your seatbelt? Be kind to yourself and wear your seatbelt. Okay. Um, So yeah, that's how we met. We met at Zips. Um, Pretty... um, what was your first, what was your, I always ask people this, what was your initial reaction to what? To me. Like, what did you think about me? Slow as fuck. <clears throat> Thanks. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> um, he means slow as in like fucking. One pickle at a time slow. Yeah, he means slow as like work slow, not slow as in like slow, slow, like mental no, slow. No, Just, no, no. Yeah. Anyway, for people that wanted to know the difference. Or physically slow. But yeah. Um or But Yeah. I mean Yeah, I know, I need to get better at my I I think when I first fully thought I really liked you was when you were sharing about um a female and how you felt like you didn't do enough in the relationship that was right and when yeah when I felt that emotion from you I felt what you you showed vulnerability mm. and that shows I have a lot of respect for somebody that can show vulnerability that's why I talk about dope it's showing vulnerability mm. um because people who don't want to talk about things or can't talk about things are, well, not as social, I guess. 
I don't know. Is social the right word? I'm not... It's not as open? Well, like, yeah, obviously. Like, like, yeah. But I forgot what I was talking about. It was vulnerability. Vulnerability. Making yourself vulnerable, you did, and that's when I liked you. Right. What that... Do you remember that when I told you about that no matter what, you've always done the 100% is because if you put any effort, it's all the effort. Oh, dude, I go 100. I don't do anything half-assed. I do. I know that. I go 100 or not at all. It's no, there's no in between. Um, Yeah, no, like you said, like when I mentioned that girl to you, um, like she was like a, a really important person at that time. Yeah, and so like when it when it fell off and when we broke up, it kind of like it Crushed hurt it. me. It did. It really did because she was like the first girl that I actually loved, and so like it 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 was hard to get over her. Yeah, and it, it still is even to this yeah. day. It's been since November, and it's August or September. So it's been nine months or ten Ouch. months, and it still hurts. Like, this this kind of sucks. But if we didn't, if we never broke up, next month on the third would have been our anniversary. So uh-huh. like that. So like put. You think pers- she ended? Did she end it? She did because there were things that she. Women are complicated. No, it's just <laughs> no, it's just she couldn't. There was some things that she couldn't see past. Like I don't know how to cook. Uh, I'm not as religious as I used to be. Um, so there was just some things that she couldn't see past. Um, and it's, un- it's unfortunate, but it is what it That's is. That's her loss. It is what it is. And That's I... shallow stuff. Because, like... I mean, I wouldn't necessarily... I, I wouldn't... I almost shallow. I, just, I almost I feel it because I felt the same way about when I got mad at Robert and broke him mm-hmm. against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I find I'm it. trying. Yeah. I. Uh, crap. You're good. Keep. You're, I don't know what I was saying. Find it when you. Smashed Robert against the wall when you body checked him. Because, yeah, but, damn it, this is why I shouldn't smoke weed. Um, I don't know. What was before that? Uh, I was talking, you said that you felt the same way with Robert. And then you... Because of the... Right... (laughs) Like, I wish we could delete this. Are you yeah. going to edit this? Oh, nah, it's all good. I'll just keep it in. But I keep I don't I don't edit nothing. Like it's full on like 100%. Um So dude, it's fine. Like it's fine. Let's move on and then I'll remember it probably. Yeah. It's like right in the middle of a sentence. Oh yeah, I remember. Exactly. Like 20 minutes later. It's all good. I'm at home. Right. Text. Hey. I remembered. Thanks. Too Can't put late. it in now though. It's- it's all yeah. good though, um, and that's what um, happens when I digress. Yeah, no, you're good, dude. And if you wanted to come back on, like you're more than welcome to. Like I'm oh, yeah. totally open to it. Um, so um, 
you got places to be, people to see. So I'm going to go into a segment that I like to call hot seat, which Uh is just basically ask you a bunch of questions so that it's, you don't win or lose. It's just basically, it's just for fun. What, how I answer is to ask people questions and get to know them better. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Yeah, I got so a lot organized. of notes. I got a lot of notes. Is that okay. all for now or No, this is. Alright. Okay. So Alright. Cats or dogs? Dogs. What is or was your happiest moment of your life so far? Baby's birth. Alrighty. What is your dream car? Uh Lamborghini Murcielago. Nice. Marvel or DC? DC. Cake or brownies? Brownies. Indoors or outdoors? Outdoors. Netflix or Hulu? Hulu. Who is the most important person in your life? Robert. What? What's one superpower you wish you could have? You would like to have? Oh. Uh, can we come back to that? Yeah. We can skip in. <laughs> what are three things that strengthen our relationship or friendship? Respect. Two more. Are you good on respect? Oh, what? Okay. Three. What are three things? Mm-hmm. Uh, Either a friendship or a relationship. That, say it, repeat one more time. Okay. What are three things that strengthen a relationship or friendship? Okay, respect. Um, <clears throat> uh, that falls with the boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So... I think understanding, because yeah. like you got oh I think I remember what I was about to say from earlier. But. <laughs> it's all good, dude. You can you can say it. Um, you got time. Totally fine. And and as far as superpowers, know what people are feeling because mm-hmm. uh, in it would be nice to know what someone's feeling. Yeah. Um. Three things. So you got respect, understanding, excuse me, understanding, one more, um, love, I don't know, that that works, yeah, it's better than any, where is your dream vacation, wow, I don't know. I never thought about that. Okay. I don't have a vape. I don't, like, I'd never go to Florida, so. (laughs) All right. Um, Any fears? Yeah, I don't like going under trains. Really? Yeah. Like, you know, like. So, like, you don't. Like, like we're driving along and we're going under a trestle and there's a train on it and Mm -hmm. it's going. And you got to drive under. I don't like going under it. Really? Oh. Yeah. I, like, I, is it the sound or just like... I don't want to die under it. <clears throat> oh. I think it's that. Alright. It's not the sound. But while I was homeless, I, I had to sleep under the trestles quite a bit. So I got... That's it. There you go. A little bit, but still not enough, right? <laughs> what is your biggest... Biglish? <laughs> Fucking A. Biggest accomplishment in life so far? Biglish. <laughs> what the fuck? <clears throat> I think 
it's when I learned that I was my own Buddha. It was an enlightenment. And uh, I, I learned that, well, see, everybody's always like, I want to be, be like Jesus, right? Or mm. be like this person or be like that person. And I was looking Just at the, be yourself. I, I woke up and I looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like, I can only be as good as I allow myself to be. Exactly. I can, look, I can be better tomorrow than I was today. Exactly. And so when, I, yeah. Yeah, when I learned exactly. that just I'm my be, own Buddha. Just be yourself. Like you told Maddie, be kind to your just be yourself. Like it's that's all you gotta do. Like just be yourself. Don't try to be somebody that you're not or try and emulate yeah. anybody. Just be yourself. If you could spend an hour with someone dead or alive, who would it be and why? Uh with somebody dead? Dead or alive. Like oh. you bring them back and you talk to oh. them. For an hour? Mm-hmm. I'd have to say my... Oh, from TV? Does it have to be TV? No, doesn't matter. TV, real life. It'd have matter. to be my grandpa. All right. And introduce him to my husband. There you go. Because he would have loved... He would have loved him. Nice. Um, was that your why, too? Is that your reasoning? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what? Who's the person who makes you laugh the most? Oh, that's a good question. Thank you. I put a lot of thought at work. Questions. You <laughs> at work? I, yeah, thank you. I mean that that makes me feel good. I try and be. I try and be the funniest person. You're good. What is your dream job? Building bridges. Nice. You know, like what they're doing uh, over by the college. Mm-hmm. All that high high line high scrape, you know they're even by the even by work too. Uh, well, that, yeah, but that's mostly on ground. How they're building stuff over the over the oh yeah the top of yeah yeah how they have a canopy kind of thing going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, I want to do that. That I I hate, but I hate construction, so I'll, I'll never end up doing it. <laughs> Because I don't want to go burn back. out the first time you did it. You're I did like, it for twelve like, years. You're like, fuck! <laughs> I ain't doing this no more. <laughs> um, what what TV show canceled or on air would you like to be a part of if you could? Oh. Um, so like canceled, you bring it back and then you're a part of it. Yeah. Just like the dead or alive. Yeah. Person. Um. Mickey Mouse Joe. The Mickey Mouse Club. That I don't think that's canceled. The Mickey Mouse Club, you know, with Britney Spears. That that. Mickey. Oh, that one. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that one was a thing. That's but how okay. Britney Spears got started was the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh. All right. I I just know that because my freaking my nieces watch it and my nephew watches it. Um, but they're like. He's like one. <laughs> Cooking or baking? Baking. Alright. What are three people... Who are three people you love? Well, I, I love everybody. I, there's 
I love everybody. Right. That's that's a big factor. Fair enough. Doesn't have to be three. I mean, yeah. Just I I I really do love everybody, and it I can't just name three because. I mean, there's the obvious of family and kin and. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I love everybody. I don't hate anybody. I can't hate. And that's why I couldn't beat up the dude even though he was trying to steal my catalytic converter. I'm still not going to... I know. I do. Oh, my I'm God. I'm still not going to pulverize him just because I can. I, I should have. I know. That was a fucking wild night. What type of person were you in elementary, middle, and high school? Stoner. Uh, All right. Obviously, what, we talked about that. Yes, we did. What is or was the hardest moment of your life so far? Ooh, that's a great question. Thank you. The hardest moment. Mm-hmm. The day I struggled the most. Yes. Huh. Okay. Uh... The day I went into prison, but I don't want to talk about that. Okay, we don't got to. That's totally fine. But I will answer it honestly. It was the day that I went into prison. Okay. And we'll leave it at that, because that answers the question. What is... Well, no, just did that one. <laughs> if teleporting existed, where would you go? I'd go to Italy. I want to go to Japan. That'd be dope. Yeah. I'd go to Italy. Really? Um, What's in Italy? Well, my ancestors are from Sicily, okay. so I would really like to go explore there and see and find my heritage. I've um, always had a fantasy, 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 fantasy of being in Japan. I want to see Mount Fuji. That's I've heard that's I've heard that's cool. Oh, um, favorite season? Winter. Favorite holiday? Uh, my birthday. <laughs> Favorite place you've ever been? Reno. Nice. I'm going there soon. I had a I I I I haven't really got to uh, experience much worldly wise. Me either. So I mean, like, yeah. I haven't either. I'm with you. Like, but I'm so I'm so stoked to go to Reno in October. I'm gonna have a blast. Um, alrighty, well, before we ride off into the sunset with this episode, I'm going to take a moment, and what Sammy was talking about with his Buddhism and his moment of clarity, speaking of, um, let's get into today's moment of zen. I remember the, uh, earlier thing. Oh, go for it. When Robert and I got in that fight, I didn't respect or understand his uh, condition with alcoholism. And so when I saw him drunk, it made me so raging mad. Yeah. So when later on, it it actually took me to accept his alcoholism. Mm -hmm. And I think that was my point was uh, I was... uh... Shit. What's her name wasn't 
ready to accept you for who you are regardless of your choices in life. So I did the same thing by body checking him into the wall, which was not respecting his choices of his life, which is to do have alcohol. Mm-hmm. So it took him giving me the restraining order and all that in order for me to understand that factor that I got to accept him. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. And uh, the with Amanda, it wasn't because <clears throat> she didn't. She if she didn't like, I don't know. I like I. I don't. I I mean, it's not the fact that she didn't accept me, and I'm and I don't talk bad about anybody, and I'm not right. No, but it's I. It wasn't the fact that she didn't accept me, but it's like we could have worked on it. Like, yeah, or I could have like, effort could have been, or put I could have like okay, you know, I'm not as religious as I used to be, but let's go to church. You know, I'm into going to church. Let's do that, right? Or, or whatever. But she just felt like she, she couldn't do it, so we're. We ended things, and I, yeah, I don't know if it's ever gonna be replicated. Replicated. I don't know if it's ever gonna be fixed or whatever. But I mean, the ball's in her court, so whatever yeah. she wants to do, I'm here. She knows that. Um. Anyway, so yeah, moment of zen. I'm moment weak. of zen. So today's moment of zen is Joe Bell C said, "Anger is like flowing water." Wow, this one's fucking apropos because we were talking about anger today. Anger is like flowing water. There's nothing wrong with it as long as you let it flow. And that is today's moment of zen. And I'll I'll have to agree with that. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Um, I I like how I deal with my anger now because mm-hmm. I talk about it yeah. and I handle it and I yeah. like Robert. I feel this way, and he's like, I understand. And 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 then it it's gone uh, because you've let it flow. Yeah, it doesn't mean you have to act out and hurt somebody. No, it just yeah no that doesn't yeah you don't always got to solve your problems with violence. You can like I used to like when I was angry like I told you I write music and so when I used to be angry that's where kind of most of my songs earlier on nice productive anger became from like I would write about how I was feeling and then sometimes I would free write and then throw it away and then that would like release my anger because I'm writing it down and then I'm like throwing it away so I'm like throwing away the bad juju like the bad shit so I mean that's how I look at it but I mean but That'll do it for today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. I want to thank Sammy thank for coming you. on. It's been real fun, and I will see you tomorrow for work. Yeah. Enjoy your day. See Happy you. Friday, everybody. Bye. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by General Steel.
I'm Steve Kathan. It's still tough for some employers to find workers. We still cannot fill the need or the demand in the industry. She's a salon owner. Last month, the government says 315,000 jobs were added. Bank rates Mark Hamrick says that's off the pace of more than half a million tacked on in July, but still considered good. There was a significant increase in the number of individuals working and looking for work. Labor force participation, the measure of the supply of workers, rose three tenths to 62.4 percent, still one percent below the pre-pandemic level. The unemployment rate rose a bit to 3.7 percent. New information just out on the FBI seizure at former President Trump's Florida estates. Here's CBS's Stephen Portnoy. A more detailed, newly unsealed inventory of what the FBI took from Mar-a-Lago shows material marked top secret commingled in boxes with news articles, magazines, books, and even articles of clothing. More than two dozen documents with classified markings were removed from the former president's office, dozens more from a storage area. Judge Eileen Cannon appears likely to appoint a special master to review the seized material to see if any of it might be covered by attorney-client or possibly executive privilege. Republicans are criticizing President Biden's Philadelphia speech where he accused some of his political opponents of being enemies of democracy. White House correspondent Ed O'Keefe. The president spoke to a crowd of mostly other Democratic leaders and activists and mentioned Trump or MAGA a total of 16 times. But White House aides are dismissing criticism that this was too political a speech, arguing there's nothing political about sticking up for American democracy. Well, now the latest on NASA's updated plan to test launch the new moon rocket. The countdown clock is ticking down again. When you look the team in the eye, they're ready. NASA Ground Systems Deputy Manager Jeremy Parsons is hopeful for an on-time launch. If the conditions with weather and the hardware align, we'll absolutely go, and we have the right team at kind of the right time. The two-hour launch window opens at 2.17 p.m. Eastern Time tomorrow. The forecast calls for a 60% chance of favorable weather then. It goes up to 80% by the end of that launch opportunity. Peter King, CBS News at the Kennedy Space Center. Workers at 14 Pennsylvania nursing homes went on strike this morning after marathon contract talks failed to reach a deal. The 700 unionized workers want better pay and benefits and staffing levels. Wall Street, right now the Dow is up 285 points. The NASDAQ is up 110. The S&P is up 42 points. This is CBS News. If you guys enjoyed that episode, do me a favor, leave me a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcast, or however many stars you think I deserve. And until next time, I will catch your asses down the road.